Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Entercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. <laughs> You're on the crazy train. Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. It is now time to hop on board the crazy train with your hosts, Danny Bush, and me, Tom Neubauer. And, of course, sitting in on the boards is a Mr. Bodie. I like calling you Mr. Bodie. Anyway, we are here this morning. First name morning. Jethro. Yeah, Jethro Bodie. Uh, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We're glad you're up early this morning joining us for another uh, fun-filled uh, morning with uh, fishing and hunting and uh, all kinds of other wacky stuff going on in the show today. You can uh, be a part of the show if you'd like by give us, giving us a call at 414-799-1250. That's 799-1250. There were uh, two interesting... Oh, and you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. First of all, I had a weird experience this morning, Danny. What's uh, that, buddy? Well, every Saturday morning... I make a mug of coffee and I drink it on the way here. Well, That's... that coffee is sitting on the kitchen table, but Mr. Bodie had something a little bit more uh, weird this morning. Tell us what happened to you this morning while you were just a little late. Just a little bit late. So I've been moving into the new apartment over here in Hales Corners, and uh, Mom took me kitchen shopping. Was like, yeah, let's spend some money. Let's get some nice stuff, you know. So we got a couple nonstick pans and some basics and. Figured, hey, let's grab a couple of coffee mugs. So this morning I'm up around eh, like 5, 10. I'm making my uh, my mug of hot tea before I come in, get a little bit of caffeine for that 6 a.m. update. And I drop the mug. And I'm not used to having a tile floor because we don't have one at home. And it was unforgiving. Just boom, shatters. Really all over loud. Hot water and just, pshh, I mean, like, yeah, I'm sure the downstairs neighbors didn't really appreciate that at like uh, 5.20 this morning or the 10 minutes of yeah. Swearing and loud noises that followed. So no caffeine for anybody, Danny. Did, and, your, uh, did you have a mishap with your mug? <laughs> Protected at all costs. No, I got my stuff together, guys. <laughs> you guys. Well, you know what I had to do? Uh, I know what made me forget. After I did the I know coffee, what made you forget. Old age. <laughs> You're an old piece of crap. Uh, yeah. Just that's like the, I am. That too. But no, I had to uh, salt and pepper the rib roast that I'm going to make this afternoon. And so I made the coffee, set it down, and I said, okay, I got to salt and pepper the rib, ro- rib roast, put it back in the fridge, because it su- should sit in the fridge for at least four hours after yeah. you salt and pepper yeah. all the sides, right? And after I did that, I washed my hands, 
tried them and walked right out the door (laughs) without uh, without my coffee. Yeah. So, you know, Nick was talking about something about dropping the coffee cup and it shattering years ago. Back in the day, I'd go out and some of my younger brother's buddies, they'd play these childish games where they'd walk up to the guy who was holding his bottle of beer and they'd crack the top of the beer with their bottom of their beer and cause it to go all over the place. And one time I was standing there and one of the kids walked up to the other one and went wham and he knocked it and it went straight out of his hand, landed on the floor upright and just steady right Right, there. Just stayed there. Stayed right there. What are the odds of it going flying out real fast, hitting and landing Perfectly square and not even spilling. And not moving. And they just wow. stood there laughing. I'm like just glad. Foolish drunks. I'm just do. glad it was a normal mug because I have like a couple that you know I went and bought out with my mom. This is one of the nice new ones. And then I have the one we got free from college when you graduate and get a job that said hashtag Titans get hired like UWO. Oh, okay. So if I ever break that and then I'm late for work, I think I'm definitely going to get fired. That's that's for sure. How that story's going to. Did, did end, you have right? like the chancellor sign that or something? <laughs> No, you pick it up. It was like it was the last day of uh, oh. school. I got done with my class, and they said, you know, you get a free mug if you get a job set up. You could so. always get another one, though, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been, <laughs> I will say I have had something strange going. I've been running out of coffee mugs over the last year or so. I used to have like a dozen. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm down to two. Oh. And I, got, I got some extra now ones guess for you. Guess what, though? What? I, I never take them anywhere. Once in a while, I'll put them in my car and drive to work, but I don't take them out of work. They are disappearing on me, and I don't know Ooh. why. You're listening too much to that. Uh, no, and then east of the rock. I walked the block. I walked the block to the <laughs> bank one morning to get some cash out of the machine. And when I was walking through the parking lot, sitting by a curb, is one of my cups. Really? It's one of my fishing cups that you know that nobody else would have, and I'm like. And it was in wintertime, too, so it's sitting next to a snowbank. I'm like, how did this cup get here? And I'm not kidding you. They're all disappearing. I had one favorite one with the squirrel on the side. Gone. Another one with Monument Bay Lodge on the side. Gone. Another one with a northern pike on the side, a Rapala cup. Gone. So you know what to get me for Christmas, Tom. (laughs) A new Rapala cup. A private investigator to find all the I got some coffee cups for you. I'll, I'll just a couple. I maybe got some. I can put a GPS tracking device on them. Yeah, really. I don't know where they go. Who do you got on the line there, Nick? You know who always wakes me up reliably, like oh, a good cup yes. of coffee. Our friend Kevin out at Maple Ridge. Good morning, right. Kevin. Hey, hey Kevin. Kevin. Yes. Good morning. Hey, hey. You got ha- any missing coffee mugs? <laughs> what? Do you have any missing coffee mugs? We were talking no. about missing items here, poltergeists but and I, stuff like I'll that. I tell you, I. I sound sick, don't I? Yeah, you're not sounding real chipper there. No. You got that spring cold, that vicious spring cold? Yeah, I was coughing like, I was coughing half of the night. No good, that's not good. Uh, chicken soup, Kevin, that's what they recommend. Check chicken soup. And green tea, oh, just really? don't, and green tea too, Kevin, just don't drop the mug, okay? Yeah, green well, tea, <laughs> you're right, the green tea's good. It's got the antioxidants. <laughs> All right, I gotta take Kevin off the air for just a second. Yeah, until he's, yeah. Uh, until he's feeling better. Kevin, right. you feeling any better? You better now. What? You feeling better, what buddy? Say, uh, Tom. What? That was Nick. That was Nick. How do you prepare, Tom? Yeah. How do you prepare suckers? 
How do you prepare suckers for... I, um, you mean for eating? Yeah. I don't. Well, can't you smoke them, Tom? Sure, you can smoke suckers, but... Because a lot I, of people net suckers this time of year. Yeah, yeah. Well, you accidentally get them. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't. You can, you can smoke them, I guess, but uh, we did that one time. They were, eh, okay. Not yeah. great. So that's yeah. about it. Yeah, I don't have much really to say on that topic. Not much. Uh, not much on the old. They're uh, better for uh, for fishing for muskies. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 You put them on a. What you do, Kevin, is you put them in a quick strike harness, quick strike rig, with a, and put one small hook or light treble lightly through the lip of the front, and then go on the side of the sucker and lightly put a treble, and then as soon as the muskie hits, you let him have it. <laughs> Hey Kevin, we're gonna let you go. You're, you're have, not sounding too good over to there. Let, yeah, get some you, sleep, buddy. You better get, take a good nap. Talk and we'll yeah. say a prayer we'll, for you. Get better, buddy. Yeah, we'll we'll talk to you next time. Okay, bye, Kevin. Hey, thanks a lot, buddy. Right. Take care, guys. We hope okay. you feel better. Bye. Poor Kevin, he doesn't oh, feel good. Da- uh, Danny, I uh, remember uh, uh, was it last week or week before we were talking about uh, if you need a, a. I think years ago you needed a special frog harness, or I thought that's what you needed. Well, anyway, I gave a call to, uh, I think, yeah, Warden Marcus, Marcus Mer- Medina, and um, he he left a voicemail for me, and he said, no, there's no regulation to that you need a frog harness. He said, you I can, knew that. You, yeah, you can use them for for bait anytime, but he says the thing is, is that it's kind of. I I guess he meant like I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. I mean, maybe he didn't exactly say these words, but. It's kind of like it doesn't seem right to stick a hook through that frog's mouth, you know, causing the frog more pain. Like it isn't going to feel pain when the bass chops it and swallows it, you know. But it's just one of those things like, you know. Did you ever hear a bullfrog cry? They are loud, yeah. Nick Nick shaking his you head. You heard yeah. one, heard one oh, cry? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're one loud. Of, one of my great uncles uh, was trying to open up a frog legs restaurant up in Tomahawk, Wisconsin. So he brought, like, I think it was a 1,000 uh, bullfrogs from Louisiana up. He no was keeping, kidding. He was keeping them in a swimming pool yeah. in a motel overnight, and they got out and got out into the river and stuff. So if you go up to Tomahawk, Wisconsin, to this day you can see Uncle Louie's bullfrogs. You can hear them <laughs> at night. But Wait a second. But he had if, them in a swimming you... pool of the motel? He was trying to keep them there, I think, overnight till the kitchen started. And... What did the motel owner have to say about well, that? I think he, I or think did he... Uncle Louie own the motel? It's Tomahawk. Things are pretty casual. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing he was either related to Must not or have drinking been... buddies with but the But did owner. one get hurt? Couldn't Is have been that any chlorine you... in a swimming pool. No, well, no, he, we used to go catch him and stuff. And yeah, sometimes I mean they make this yeah. god awful. When noise. you when you hook one like mm-hmm. this happened, I was with my uh, friend Sal and his oldest son, but at the time was little. And uh, he we were fishing by this pond, and there was a bullfrog. And I said, "Hey, just dangle that mini mite in front of it. It'll eat it. You know, they'll they, you know, they'll eat lure, you know little lures or flies." Yeah. yeah. And. It grabbed it and he set the hook and it got him in the lip and that thing started screaming. Oh yep. my god! <laughs> it all started screaming. Yeah, I fre- I, I freaked so, out. They're yeah. loud. Yeah, We've they're got loud. the uh, the one kind of frog. It's the green frog, which isn't quite as big as the bullfrog. Right. Okay? Yeah. And they make the sound that go. Yeah. No. Right. So I was with my friend Kenny Halowinski up in Green Bay there along the railroad tracks and there was always marshy along the side. 
I'll never forget, it was the same day, fifth grade, he told me where babies came from. I didn't believe him. But then we went down to shoot some frogs. I said, no, that can't happen. You're kidding. They do what? So that same day, it's funny how certain memories stick with you. We went down, and there's a frog. So he had his bow and arrow, and he plugged it. And it hit the side of the frog, so this frog was impaled on the arrow, but just, like, the skin was... Yeah. And the thing started stretching itself up on the arrow, which was stuck down in the murk, and it's it's struggling and screaming, trying to get off the arrow. Oh, and yeah. we both did what most kids would do, freaked. And yeah. we ran. Oh. We just ran. We even left the arrow. Oh, geez. That poor frog is probably still on that arrow. The skeletal remains today of that yeah. frog. But, wow. yeah, we got the heck out of there. Man, did that freak me out when that frog screamed. Well, the one that uh, my friend Sal's son uh, hooked, and he, he didn't want to even touch it. He, he was freaked out, you know, and I had heard it before. So I, I just said, here, swing it over here. And it was a pretty good-sized bullfrog, you know, and I just grabbed it and unhooked it. Let it go in the water, and then it just Did swam it away. Quit screaming. Oh yeah, it stopped then. But uh, but I told it. I, I told it, his, my son's uh, my my friend's son. I said, you know, you should go out and get a bunch of these, and give them to your dad, and then your dad can make frog lakes. You know, years ago in northern Wisconsin, <laughs> as a kid, we would uh, fish for panfish and try and get bass off the dock, and sometimes you'd see some pretty decent sized bass mm-hmm. cruising along in the yeah. lily pads. Yeah, the sure way to get a hit was to go with a live frog. But the big challenge was they'd have these little frogs along the shoreline. Yeah. First of all, you had to be like eagle eye to spot them. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could kind of spot them. Yeah. They were black, yeah. and they'd be, uh, or maybe dark green, and, yeah, and, and they yeah. were small. And and then you'd have to get real close, and then you'd, you'd go as quick as a kid could go lightning fast to try and grab them. Otherwise, you, they'd jump in the water. And you're, Well, they were in the water. <laughs> oh. So they'd just be in the shallows, and so you'd hit, and your hand would dig down in the murk. Yeah. And you'd pull up, and you'd wait to see if you could feel that you had them. Kind of like when you'd grab night yeah. crawlers yeah, in the yeah, mud sometimes, yeah. and you're like, oh, if I got it in there. But I, I'd put it on a hook, and I'd throw it out, and I'd always get, line would be going out, I'd always get a bass grabbing it, but I could never hook up with them. I'd hmm. put a... Tiny, maybe I'd have a too small of a hook. I'd put a little hook right through maybe. their right through their nose, yeah. right through their lip, and chuck yeah. it out. But it worked. And I told you I saw a video on North American fishermen years ago when they were doing the same thing for walleyes on the upper reaches of the Mississippi River, I think, yeah. in Minnesota, out in the woods somewhere. Yeah. And they were catching tons of walleyes and little frogs. Why don't people use frogs more? Wouldn't you think a big old muskie would grab a bullfrog? Sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Well, we got to go to a break while we ponder that question. Why don't people use frogs more for muskies? And where's Danny's coffee mug? Um, All of see, them. I got nothing over well, here. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go get a coffee then. Folks, you go get a Down coffee. We're going to go get a coffee, and we'll be right back here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Went to go see the Eagles with my mom's out with my mom out in Pittsburgh. They introduced this song. Glenn Fry just comes out on stage and says, "This song's dedicated to my first wife." 
the defendant, and they just crank the guitar riff. That'd be awesome, man. The defendant. I heard this song in Nikolai Sporting Goods in Green Bay, Nikolai East. I remember I was walking around looking at guns, and all of a sudden I heard this through the speakers, and I thought, this is a cool song. Who is this? I went and bought the little 45 after that. Back in the days of the 45, the best part of the song is at the end, you just barely hear him going, all right, nighty night. Yeah, every guy who's broke up with a girl has cranked this on their 8-track. <laughs> Too bad kids don't have songs like this to help them through breakups anymore. So anyway, Tom, what are you doing? I see you're like... I'm uh, trying to he's look... He's either... His mouth is open. Shut up. He's staring. Shut up. Is he trying to... Is he's he try- either having a seizure... <laughs> is, I, is one side drooping? I wanted to... <laughs> Listen, he is. He can't even talk right now. I wanted to look up the Sturgeon Bay Bass Tournament results, and they've got this picture of the first day results, and you can't even read what it says. It's so small. that Somebody just took oh, a, wait a, second. Maybe a photo can, of a boat. You can't read it, just like you can't remember your coffee cup in the morning. It's terrible. It really sucks getting old. If, if any of our, There's nothing golden yeah, about the golden years. Yeah. If any of our listeners know the results of the Sturgeon Bay Bass Tournament, give us a call at 799-1250. Speaking of listeners, Tom, I got up this morning, and yeah. uh, I had a, a gift package outside my truck. There was uh, some bush light, I think it is. I looked at it quickly and threw yeah. it in my truck. Yeah, some light beer, I believe. Yeah. Okay. And then read the title, a uh, t-shirt, Off too. the Rails. Yeah, look at this. Off the Rails, which is, uh, is, is that apropos a beer? for our... Yeah. Oh, the Lone Girl Brewing, Brewing. Company, it says yeah. on Monarchy, the back. Monarchy, Wisconsin. I've never heard of the Lone Girl Brewing Company. No. Is that like one chick running the place? <sighs> No, I mean, otherwise, why would you call it the, the lone girl? The Maybe lone it's girl. some uh, some lady who no, owns it's it. Like she's, you know, she's well, all by herself. Then they could call it the lonely girl brewing company. Well, anyway, yeah, yeah. So, th- this one, uh, the, all these listings, it says 2019. So Sturgeon thank you Bay for that result. gift package. Yeah, that's very nice that somebody gave you something like that. That's real nice. I wonder who. And there's no uh, card or nothing. Huh? Yeah, I know who gave it. To oh, me. you do. I okay. like mention his name. On the okay. Email. Yeah. Well. I, 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 there's no results on here. They, they say it, but there isn't. Somebody's calling with the answer, maybe? For what? No. What did they got? How could we have an answer? We didn't have a question. Yeah, who do you got? <laughs> yeah, I gave a question. What question? If anybody knows the results of the Sturgeon Bay Bat. Don't you ever listen? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I just hope he doesn't start reading park names off again. Okay, we got Jaybird okay. on the line for you from Milwaukee. All right. Hey, Jaybird, how you doing? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. We're doing good. good. What's up? So, just, uh... I had gone out the past few weekends onto Lake Pewaukee, uh, where I caught that world record bass that I called you guys about last year. Yeah, that but, eight, uh, that eighteen incher. No, no, twenty six and a half. No, it wasn't twenty six. Yes, no, I have, I'm I'm sorry, Jaybird, but I got to tell you this because you know the wood planks on the pier where you measured it on, yeah. they're a certain length, and when you add them up, it was I think it was like nineteen inches or something, maybe twenty. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's about up to 32 at the moment now. Oh, <laughs> it's getting that. bigger. It's getting bigger. Okay, go ahead. So <laughs> anyway, you were saying. But I have not gotten a single bite the past two weekends. No? For about two hours and three hours this morning. Huh. Uh, I don't see any algae, any weeds. I mean, it's uh, it's about as dead as I've ever uh, seen from a fishing perspective. Well, well maybe one of the kids at Beachside Boat and Tackle, he... Uh, 
he got a, a big bass. He went out and he was just chucking a uh, a pink spinnerbait off the pier. Uh, I think, it, and uh, he caught huge bass, and I think it was a smaller pink spinnerbait. But then I asked him a couple days later, has he caught anything more? And he said no. So he got that one big bass, and that's it. Yeah, some you know you know what it is, Jaybird. Some parts of the lake, the fish are, you know, like you can be at one end of a lake and the fish are spawning. The other end of the lake, they're in pre-spawn or vice versa. You know, you might have them uh, spawning on one end and post-spawn on the other. So. And it just depends on your area, the weed growth, the water temperature, you know, all that stuff, you know. I mean, yeah. give it time. I was kind of shocked at how there, were, there haven't been, like, I'm not snagging any weeds, which, uh, you know, it would almost be every other cast. See, yeah. see here's the thing. The the summer. Tom Kep, I mentioned this last week, Tom Kep sent, sent an email about what's going on, everybody freaking out about the algae. For the, he's walleyes for tomorrow. He's in charge of the sanitary district there, and basically... With the ice went out real quick, lots of rain, so all this, I guess, whatever stuff gets in the water. And normally, uh, the vegetation kind of eats up all that stuff, and therefore you yeah. have clear water. But apparently, the vegetation didn't really come up, and there's a lot of that stuff yet. And uh, it sounds like it's going to kind of keep the weed growth probably down for a while. I imagine. Uh, I'm I'm thinking that. The water clarity and the sunlight getting through to the weed, you know, yeah. to the bottom, I think, would affect weed growth. But here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that we don't have as many weeds on that east end this year. Yeah. And maybe we can get a fantastic casting bite for muskies throughout the summer. Years ago, we had that happen, mm-hmm. where all of a sudden yeah, the weeds... it the it, east end was just a swamp of weeds. Yeah, and it typically is. But if we could get a rare year where it's not that bad, then you find there will be weeds, but find those weed edges, and you can have some great casting. So I think my prediction, Jaybird, is that fishing is going to be Calling great up. in June. Okay, yeah. awesome. Well, uh, the best right is yet to corner. come. Yeah. Yeah, well, good luck. All right. You'll ca- well, thanks, ca- guys. Catch yep, a big one. Care. All right. Don't mind me, Danny. I'm just writing something down. For the gut report. Oh, yeah. You're flying by the seat of your pants over there? As usual. How about when we had our meeting on Wednesday? For <laughs> a three-and-a-half-hour meeting when we discussed in detail yeah. what we would do at 6.15. Yeah. I, got, I got some station scuttlebutt for you boys. Oh, what's that? Uh, so did you hear about the Ryan Horvat show yesterday? No. Ryan Horvat tried, uh, launched his own show from 9.45 to 10 a.m. that uh, Chuck and Winkler let him take over for a little bit. Uh, and they all pulled the podcast for next break, but they ended up the segment. Uh, Bart said the Ryan Horvat show has been canceled. I think Chuck and Winkler might have been canceled also, so they ended the show by saying, all right, cutting edge outdoors five days a week. So are you guys ready to fill? <laughs> Six to ten, five also, days a week. Guys, Six also, to ten. Get, Six to ten. Get this, boys and girls. The... Uh, Station was on national news this week when I sat and Googled USA Today and read the news. Sports headline 105. Well, it started with the Kiss FM. Yeah. They announced that they would no longer play, what is it, uh, Chuck's song or whatever? What's what's Uh, the name of it? Drake. Drake. They're taking a break from Drake. They're taking a break from Drake. Do you know who Drake is, Tom? This will be good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's a rapper, right? Yeah, he's a rapper. Drake the Snake, the rapper. Hey. Is he really called Drake the Snake? No, no, no that, that part I made was that wrong. up. I made that up. Tom. You just no, guessed. I, I, no, I, really? No, I, no I heard, I, I've heard of. I've heard the name Drake. And apparently, they normally kiss. Normally, p- plays him five times an hour. Oh yeah. 
Why did they uh, taking? Why are they taking a break from Drake? And why Dra- would you play anything five times in one hour? So Drake is a prominent Canadian. Uh, he is a Toronto Raptors fan. Uh, so you know, just kind of as a fun thing, we decided, oh, we'll take a break from Drake as long as the Bucks are playing. Oh, the Raptors. got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, All right. And we- then 105.7 Fan got in on the act. But how does 105.7 The Fan get in on the act when they don't even? They're down to music station where sports talk. Ironically enough, last uh, I was training a little on bandwagon the, jumping. I think there. I was with Radio Joe Zanzoli yesterday, running the board for the Bill Michaels Show, and he had to pull up some Drake. And ironically enough, we probably played Drake for the first time ever on the station to talk about how we're no longer playing Drake on the station. So well, I, but it made national news. Yeah, I just wish it would have said. Yeah. Uh, 105.7 The Fan, home of the cutting edge outdoors. Yeah, and, well, you know, put it. Maybe, w- Tom? What? We'll make the announcement right now. That's what I think I was just going to say. Go ahead, go Tom. Ahead. Make no, the you announcement. go ahead. We're, we're doing a break from Drake here on the cutting edge outdoors. Cutting no edge more outdoors. Drake. No more Drake on the cutting We're edge no outdoors. No longer going to play Drake the Snake. <laughs> what the Is that what you were going to say? We're, we're taking a break from Drake? Jake. I don't think we've ever played a rap song on the Cutting Edge Outdoors. And we're not going to play a song just to say we're no longer going to play that song. Right. 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 But, yep, we're taking a break, so I expect to see us. Dan and Tom announced. I want to see that in national headlines. All right. And with that, we are really going to take a break. Coming up next is the Gut Report. Stay tuned. And don't forget, after the 645 break, we will be playing Hornschwaggle. You're listening to 1250 AM and 105.7 FM, the Skipper Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly! The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Well, this past week, folks, I wanted some corned beef hash. The only problem was I didn't have any corned beef. But I had ground beef. And I'll tell you what, you take uh, you take a pound of ground beef, and remember those special seasonings I told you about last week? You put some of that in there with the green pepper and the onion. You mix that all up, and instead of cooking, you know, dicing potatoes and cooking them and all that... I just take them right out of the can. You know, the cooked canned potatoes, you take them out of the can, dice them up, throw them in. All you got to do is heat them up, throw them in there. And I'm telling you what, that was a darn good ground beef hash. Uh, and and I'll tell you what, I'm going to make it again. Is, but is this those, a corned beef hash recipe No, it's a, ground, it's a beef ground beef hash, hash recipe. I mean, it, you, I guess you could make it with just about anything. But it did turn out really good, folks. I would recommend it. Uh, but those special seasonings I told you about last week, you really need that for a lot of stuff. Oh, and by the way, if, you, if you're hearing this for the first time about the special seasoning, you'll have to go on our podcast at 1057fmthefan.com, click on Cutting Edge Outdoors, and go to the first hour, you know, about 630, uh, on the last week's podcast, and you'll find it, the recipe. But if you need it, you can always call. Anyway, the, the, little, little, the gut report. <laughs> yeah, that's it. The Gut Report was brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you're going to find the best price selection and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street and Barstow in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. <laughs> That'll do it for the Ryan Horvath show. I'm disappointed, man. You come up with topics for us, and you came up with better topics for your show than you do for us. Catch me on Monday. Who's the X Factor tonight? 5 a.m. I'd like God. to thank my producer. He needed that one. <laughs> Bart Winkler, the man in the back. 
Chuck Freeman screening the phone calls. Intern Chuck. Everybody out there, stay healthy, stay safe this weekend. And remember, if Horvath wouldn't do it, you probably shouldn't either. Good stay advice. away from the parlays, kids. So, stay away from those parlays. That's the best advice you've ever given. I uh, just got some uh, news. The Ryan Horvath show has been canceled. Damn it. Uh, some more news. Show has Chuck and Winkler. So we're all out of jobs. Because it was our idea. <laughs> now it's Frank's idea on Twitter. Cutting edge outdoors Monday through Friday, baby. <laughs> Chuck and Winkler. Actually, they, they, they do mention our show uh, every now and then. It's I think it all started when I uh, – I, I, Chuck was talking about something. I forget what it well, was. Tom, and I, we, we can and I called him up on the air, and I and I said, I'll take you. You know, I was talking about something else, and he said, hey, when are you going to take a, me fishing? And I said, hey, anytime you want to go, man. So here's the plan, Tom. Mm. You take Chuck. I'll take Winkler. Okay. We'll have a contest for a day. Okay. Out on Pewaukee. No, no, no. I'm not taking Chuck to Pewaukee. Where are you taking him? I can't tell you. It's a secret. What, are you going to whack him? Are you in the mafia? You're dumping the body I'm after? taking no. Chuck to Pewaukee. I got to take, take him somewhere closer to his home in Lamira, so, well, so he, he doesn't have to travel far. Well, what? He, he done it making not... it easier for him. Pewaukee's not it's Afghanistan. A lot closer. I mean, it's fairly close. <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about? <laughs> close. Oh, it's a lot but, closer to him. Geez, I stopped in motel last night on my way in, just on my long drive for the Saturday show. <laughs> Your Lake hey. X is right where Pewaukee no, is anyway. No, no, I'm not taking him to You don't have any places close to where you live. I'm not taking him to Lake X. Danny, is that on the There's side? There's no place. I'm not close. taking him to Lake X. I'm taking him to a different lake. You live in the middle of the hood in the city. There's no places to fish. <laughs> I'm not taking him in the city of Milwaukee. Well, then you're taking them far, far, far away. But north of here, north of Pewaukee, closer to Lomira, because that's where Chuck's from. That's where he lives. So, Anyway, hey, Danny. All right, I had a great idea you know, one right of, away. Well, I'm sorry. To, okay, that's I'm okay. Take do it your way. But we can do that one day. No, we're not. We can, we nope. can have a contest. Con- conversation over. Continue. Uh, what, Chuck said, Chuck said he said, wouldn't it be cool, he says, if we could do the the their Chuck and Winkler show from a pontoon boat on the lake. <laughs> I don't think that would work. That is the most Chuck Freeman idea I've ever heard. Yeah, that's we ama- could arrange that's amazing that. And, and it's wonderful. Like, we got I, people. Tom. I don't, we I, could arrange that. I don't I know that. how. I could get a pontoon boat. Yeah, but how 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 long too. of an extension cord would you need for Tom, all the power? It's technology you need? now. Do you have an extension cord on your cell phone? Well, no. they they won't do it over the cell phone. There's there's technology now, right? I'm going <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> so, Tom, I see you got my uh, yeah. winning numbers for the horse race today. Yeah. So For the Preakness. So being as I lost $48 last time, I only bet $24 this time. If I had bet 48 or if I would have went 96, would that be called chasing the bet? Yes. That is a term? Yeah, yeah chasing a, the bet. Yeah. That's what how people lose their whole lives yeah. in Vegas. Yeah, they keep up and up and up and family, get, everything. I can get Orvon on the show if you want me to ask him. No, my, my son Chris did it one time. He was out in Vegas, and he walked by a blackjack table. And Didn't he put Chevy a, Chase do it too? I don't know, but he was going by, Kid I mean, a roulette, a roulette table, and he puts $100 on, I don't know which one it was, red or black, and he puts $100 down, and he loses. 
So he wants to get his money back, so he puts another hundred out and he loses. Now he puts now he's two hundred dollars out, so he puts two hundred dollars down and he loses. Now he's four hundred out, he puts four hundred dollars down and he wins and he walks away. <laughs> And I said, you know, that you you could have lost, you could have just kept losing. You never know what's going to happen on those goofy tables. But hey, I wanted to ask you, Danny. Okay. Uh, one of our sponsors, Peak Power Services. Do you know much about them? Um, no. But I know they do commercial and residential. I know they have something to do with, uh, um, like, uh, what do you call those things? Uh, generators. You know, like home generators. But they also have it for commercial buildings and whatever. I told Ron, our advertising manager, that we, we should have the guy call us one day and tell us exactly what Peak Power Services does. I, I'd, I mean, I'd like to know, especially those those uh, in-home generators that just in case the power goes, you know, for days. That's interesting. The other thing, too, is uh, Jiffy overhead garage doors. In springtime is the time of the year after a winter of having those garage doors checked, you know, the springs and those the metal wires that are holding every the cables. Mm-hmm. Now's a good time to have that check. And JJ over there at uh, Jiffy Overhead Garage Doors, he great guy, does a great job, and it's really inexpensive just to have him come and check all your stuff. You know, make sure it's working properly. Because you don't want to have happen what happened to me when half of my garage door went on an angle and fell down, and thank goodness it didn't fall on my car. Just as I pulled out of the garage, as the garage door is closing, it went on like a 45-degree angle and just went boom. So How'd that happen? Oh, that was a few years back. Was it because it was like 90 years old and something? It, it, it was old, yeah. It was old, yeah. And uh, that's, when I, that's when I met J.J. at Jiffy Overhead Garage Doors, and he came over, took care of it. Great. I mean, it, yeah. That could have fallen on your Porsche. It, yeah, my Porsche. Yeah, that could right. have wrecked his BMW. Yeah, right. He would have had to stay on your palatial state for a couple of weeks, Danny. Yeah, I would have had to come up to the compound, to the Bush compound. I've had several people at the Bush compound <laughs> when they were going through either fights or divorces with their wives. They're on the couch. Yeah. No. So yeah, anyway, through that in life. But uh, no, I we, we're gonna have uh, the guy from Peak Power, I think, call in. And but you know, we have a lot of great advertisers and sponsors of the show. And uh, we hope you f- folks support them. Be- if you're in that area and you need something that they have, they're you know they're all good people that that support us really. And now we're gonna before we take this break, I gotta tell you that we are gonna play the Hornschwaggle next. And the Hornschwaggle is brought to you by Carl's Country Market, known for its award-winning sausages and everything meat and more. They're on Pilgrim and Silver Spring in Menominee Falls. And by Baitmate Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents. You will win a wonderful prize package from both of these places if you win the Hornschwaggle. All you got to do is play, and that's by calling 414-799-1250. If you have won within, like, the last six weeks or so, we ask that you give somebody new a chance to win the Hornschwaggle. All right, folks, 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Play the Hornschwaggle. 
and you too can be a big winner. We'll be right back here on the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. The prize contests on the Cutting Edge Outdoors are the sole responsibility of the Cutting Edge Outdoors radio show and its sponsors. Any questions or comments should be directed to ceoguys at yahoo.com. Just keep listening to this. I mean, I'd be okay with it. That Yellow Brick Road album, man, classic. Welcome back to Skipper Butts Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for uh, listening today. And uh, 799-1250 if you have a hunting, fishing report. Uh, questions, comments. And right now we have our world-famous, long-awaited Hornschwaggle segment. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make three statements Related to the great outdoors, if I'm pulling the contestant's leg, he should say that's a hornschwaggle. If I'm telling the truth, it's a no hornschwaggle. And right now we have Ray on the line. Is that correct, Nick? Okay, good morning, Ray. Good morning. How you doing? We're doing good. good. Hi, so Ray. here we go. I'm going to make the statements. And uh, you can think about it for a second. Again, if I'm lying, you just say that's a hornschwaggle. Oh, by the way, Ray, I could be your plus one. No, Tom <laughs> Tom sometimes brain farts in answers. Okay, never mind. So we want Tom, okay. why Here don't you go. just try looking yep. at that email you can't yep. read over there anyway. Right. Let's okay. turn Tom's mic off. Here we go. Uh, we're talking fish, and we were talking suckers a little earlier when our good friend Kevin called from Maple Ridge. He asked about suckers. The Wisconsin record white sucker was caught in 1958 by Mr. Jethro Bodine and weighed two pounds, three ounces. Yeah, that's a hornswoggle. The hornswoggle. Yeah, Jethro, you, do you know who Jethro Bodine was? Yeah, from the hillbillies. From the Clampets. Yeah. All right, you're doing good. He was a nephew, right? Huh? He was the nephew. He was the nephew, yeah. yeah. Was his sister Ellie Mae? Yep. Mm-hmm. She looked pretty good. Okay, so the uh, 3006 shoots a... Uh, a uh, 180 grain bullet at uh, typical velocity, 2,700 feet per second, which is fast, but is not quite at the speed of sound. Hornschwaggle or no hornschwaggle? Can you repeat that again? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> A 306 bullet shot uh, is, I'll put it this way, is slower than the speed of sound. That's an orange That's 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 true. That's a uh, you are in. That's that, a, you're no, saying it's that's true. It's a BS. That's what I meant. That's a BS. So you're saying right. that's a hornswoggle. Right. Okay. So that is a hornswoggle. That's correct. The uh, a 306 round at 2,700 feet per second is, I believe, approximately 1,900 miles per hour, and the speed of sound is, I think, 720 around, miles per yeah, hour. Around 700. And here's the equation. You go 2,700 feet over one second times 3,600 seconds over one hour times one mile over 5,280 feet. That's the dimensional analysis formula. I, I didn't you know there was going to be that. math on the show today. So here we go. I didn't sign up for this. So you're two for two. You won. <laughs> Let's see if you would get the next one. Uh, between salmon and muskies. Uh, muskies actually have more white 
twitch muscle fiber, which makes them that quick and explosive, as opposed to salmon have the more red twitch fiber associated with endurance athletes. That's why they can last longer and make those long, long runs. Hornschwaggle or no hornschwaggle? I'll say it's it's true. You mean a no hornschwaggle? Yeah, no, no hornswoggle. Yeah, right. it's a no hornswoggle. Okay, you got it. <laughs> that is true, Tom. I, I, I did not know that. That's why, you know. I thought you were hornswoggling us. You know, us. like how a sprinter can run for 100 meters, but then he's going to wear out. He's got that explosive. Well, you ever notice how a muskie will just go, you know, bananas when you first, but then they'll wear out. Yeah. You hook a salmon and it's. Oh, they never stop. Like how I do that? Well, congr- do we get a sound of a drag singing anywhere? What? Look, why look do we Look for that later. What does Ray win? I can make a crow call too, you know. Yeah. What does he win? I don't know. <laughs> okay, Ray. So here's the yeah. thing: you're going to get a ten dollar gift certificate for uh, Carl's Country Market. Carl's Country Market. Bring your checkbook and stuff because there's all kinds. Once you get in and you smell the sweet aroma of all those meats, you're going to want to buy more stuff. And uh, so I'll mail that to you. And then our good friends at uh, Baitmate Fish Attractant Coleman Insect Repellents, you now have a choice. They will send you a separate package in the mail. Now, you can either get a handy-dandy portable little Coleman first aid kit, which a lot of people like, throw in their boat or truck or car or big wheel or four wheel, whatever. And, uh, or you can select a combination of some insect repellent and fish attractant. What would you prefer? Uh, either way, it doesn't matter whichever one you want to give up on. It don't matter. Okay. Well, do you do a lot of fishing, Ray? Yeah, I'm going to start fishing this year. Okay. Do you have a, a, a first aid kit with you? No, go ahead. I'll take a first aid, first oh. aid kit. First aid kit. Okay. That's what we'll get to you. And uh, thanks a lot for listening, Ray. Yeah, thanks, Good Ray. Good luck. You were three right, for yeah, three. I appreciate it. No problem. All right. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Yep. See, now I was confused on your 30-odd six question. I thought you said I, this is what I thought you said that a that the twenty seven hundred feet per second was slower than the speed of sound. Uh, I thought that's what you said. Yes, that's what I said. So that would be a hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. That would be a hornswoggle. And he corrected himself and said, "I mean hornswoggle." Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. Right, because that would be a hornswoggle. Yeah. Right. Because uh, yeah. Anyway, you know one of the reasons that why guns make that that. Cracking sound, that loud sound. Well, you know that because they're going past the speed of sound and they're going to make a big crack. You know, they're going to break the sound barrier. And that's one of the reasons the Concorde couldn't fly over populated areas. It was booming all over the place, scaring the heck out of people. (laughs) One thing that is particularly, particularly cool. Yeah. Is uh, you can. Watch someone shoot. Like years ago, I was in a marsh in Oshkosh, and I was swaying up and down in a tree opening day with a shotgun. My brother's wife was pregnant, going to have a birth any within any hour, so she let him go right, you know, five miles away. And I watched him walk, jump a deer, and he shot at it with the shotgun, and I saw a big puff of smoke come off the end of his barrel, and a couple seconds later, I heard kaboom. Yeah. Because this light is faster than sound. Right. Uh, another time, though, in reference to the uh, bullet being faster uh, than the speed of sound, a little, little bit of a scary experience. I was uh, hunting up there in uh, 
uh, Monroe County sitting in my blind on the field. And all of a sudden I heard a, a bang. It sounded almost like a gunshot, but different in the marsh, maybe 200 yards or so away from me across the field. There's a marsh there and there's, you know, there's ice and stuff in there, but I heard a real loud crack or oh, I thought it was a gunshot. And then a couple seconds later, I heard a gunshot from a distance. What I heard was a bullet hitting down into the marsh prior to hearing the shot. And the shot came from probably, I want to say, a couple miles away. There's those big bluffs, big hill country. Someone must have been on top of a bluff a long distance, and they shot, and it went indiscriminately down into the marsh. So the bullet was faster than the speed of sound. Right. But it made me nervous. <laughs> Afterwards, I just realized what had happened, that I'd heard a round. That's why people got to realize that that bullet's going to go a long way, so you better know what's beyond your target in case you miss. Always stressing safety yes, right. on the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Don't That's let right. that be you. Why? Why? If you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 